This is Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident with the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now your host, Matt Allen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, here with you every single Saturday at 11 to help you with your car. Whatever that may be, I'm sure someday you're going to need some help, whether it's a repair, maybe you're buying one, maybe you're selling one, kids are home from college, maybe you got to get their car cleaned up and send back so it's nice and reliable so they can get back again for spring break. Or maybe you're like me, you got a new, I just got a child at home with a learner's permit. So we're going to have another car in the family. So, you know, I'm shopping around for that five, six, seven thousand dollar car maybe. And maybe you are too. So anything that's going on with your car needs some maintenance. Um, whatever it is, we can help you with those questions that you have. Maybe you're rolling around with that. Look up in the window of your car. Should be an oil change sticker up there. When are you supposed to do that? When should you deviate from the owner's manual? We can help you navigate all that. 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-KTAR. And if you like to text, 411923. I might just answer your question over the air, type back to you. You hear me clicking away maybe during a giving an answer real quick. So we got some winter driving. I think we've got uh, snow up in the north country. I see Munns Park got some snow. Uh, Rocky Point, the Lukeville border is reopened, man. We're going to be, boom, heading south. I'm not going to the snow. I'm going to the beach. So I want, uh, so we can talk about that. Got some travel. How do you want to avoid some breakdowns? We've talked about it in the last couple weeks. The And, you know, we can get into that. Before we get into some of the details on the cars, I want to talk a little bit about some, a new year, I don't want to say resolution, but a new year commitment to your car. What should you do if you really want to stay, start taking care of your car? Maybe you've got, got away from you. Before we get into that, I want to reintroduce myself. We've got some maybe some of the snowbirds in town or winter visitors or, or new listeners. So, Bumper to Bumper Radio is a radio show, obviously, here every single Saturday at 11. I'm Matt Allen, and I'm your host. What makes me able to host this show? I guess I'm an automotive expert. You yeah. could say that. I'm a ASC. You're the car guy. I'm the car guy. Self-proclaimed, right? The best one, Amen. On, the best one on air at 11 o'clock. Okay. <laughs> so maybe the only one, but that's okay. So, again, Matt Allen. I'm an ASC certified master technician. Have been for... Gosh, I don't know. I think I got my first ASC certification in 1988 at the age of 18. Might have been 19. I forget exactly. But it's been a minute. It's been a, been a little while. Happy uh, anniversary, <laughs> baby. Oh, got and, you on my mind. I wasn't uh, quite ready for that one. That, that, that caught me. But... In, in in relation to my qualifications as a technician, I was a technician, still a technician at heart. Uh, I like to work in the shop, get, work with the guys, especially in the challenging cars and, and the technology. But then I opened Virginia Auto Service in 1995. And as a matter of fact, this past Tuesday was my 29-year anniversary at uh, 7th Street in Thomas, Virginia Auto Service just south. So just been there in central Phoenix, fixing cars, started with a dream, and here we are 29 years later. And I've got to recognize Tim, too. Tim Nelson comes on the show a lot. Today is Tim's birthday. So happy birthday to Tim. And, you know, if you listen back in October, Tim had an anniversary at the shop. Tim, Tim has been my service advisor, shop manager for 27 years. So when you come to Virginia Auto Service downtown, you see the same faces. The technicians have all been around a while, and uh, we really become your family. So looking forward to seeing you around. And again, we're here every single Saturday. And if you're looking for a repair shop, yeah, I've got a great shop, but you go to BumperToBumperRadio.com, there's lots of great repair shops out there, even that aren't on our list. So if you have a shop that you really enjoy and they're not one of our guys, I'd like to hear about them. We want to brag about some people and maybe find some more people to join our group, some good luck, like-minded people. And uh, Or if you're looking for a shop, BumperToBumperRadio.com, give them a call. I mean, we're here on Saturdays, 24 hours a day, seven days a week on the web. But they're there Monday through Friday to help you with your car. So let's move on here, Carrie. What do we got? So some winter snow travel, you know, winter driving, snow traveling, whatever you want to call that. 
Not much you can do. If your car's in good shape, great. Jump in it. Chances are you're going to be just fine. I mean, it's no big deal to drive an hour to the snow. Let's just make sure our windshield wipers are squirting. Last thing you want to do is get behind a truck with some you know, road mist coming up, a little salt on the road, and you go to wipe your window, and it just smears. Well, pain in the butt. Let's make sure windshield wipers are wiping. And you can clean your wipers up. They get bugs on them. You don't necessarily need to go spend 25 or $30 on a pair of windshield wipers. Just clean them off a little bit with a little abrasive pad or a sponge or something like that. Get the junk off and make sure you've got some uh, some uh, antifreeze type uh, windshield washer fluid. Set your tire pressures. You know they're going to drop a little bit up there in in the temperature. So not not a whole lot you really need to do. What, one thing I would like to everybody to start paying attention to. We're really seeing a a change in the way that batteries fail. What do you mean, Matt? Changing the way they feel. Well, typically, we have a lead-acid battery. We probably need to get a show about batteries, get a battery expert in here, maybe someone from AC Delco or somebody. So we have different kinds of batteries now. Your car, many cars now have two batteries. You know, but it used to be back in the day, you have your old-school battery, and you go out to start the car, and maybe it goes, and starts right up out. You know, you can hear that slight hesitation. And if you're in tune, and you're doing the right thing, and you're, you know, oh, that's a clue, you're not ignoring it, you're going to get your battery checked out or replace it or whatever. So if you're really in tune with your car, you'll notice that. But, but... We've got these absorbed glass mat batteries. We've got all kinds of different styles of batteries and locations. And the cars now are super, super sensitive to electronics, especially battery voltage, even down to the point of getting the right battery for the car. In many cases, we have to now program the car to tell the car the specific details of the battery. They've got intelligent charging systems, intelligent battery monitoring systems, many Different manufacturers have different acronyms for those. But what we're seeing is batteries just, boom, they're done. It's like a light bulb. They work one minute, and the next minute they don't. So it takes some serious consideration, if I were you. If you have a car that is more than three years old and it has the original battery, I say this a lot, it owes you nothing. You may want to consider replacing it. Have it tested at least. I mean, don't just go out and replace it, and especially if you don't know if you've got a used car. Um, we test the batteries at my shop at Virginia on service. We test the batteries every single time the car comes in. And even then, <laughs> you know, we test it good. A week later, boom, it gives up the ghost. So, so you never know what's going to happen there with the battery. So that would be the biggest thing that I think is going to maybe leave you stranded. We're going to take a quick break. If we have time, we'll get back to the New Year's resolution or commitment to taking care of your car. I've got some ideas, whether you're over 60000 or where you're under 60000 how do you get that back on track? We can talk about that. We've got lots of open lines, 602 277 5827. You can text me at 411923. And we're going to be chatting with Gina, Scott, Mike, and Jerry. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Mac, Max Complete Auto Repair in Chandler. Family owned and operated, we've been steering you right with honest, reliable, and trustworthy service since day one. With an AC certified technicians under the hood, your vehicle is in the hands of experts. Plus, our work comes with an unbeatable three years or 50,000 mile warranty. With a commitment to 100% customer satisfaction, we're not just fixing cars, we're building trust. Check us out online at macsautorepairs.com. Towing. You may not need it today, but when you do, you really do. Who do you call? In Arizona, there's one company that stands apart. Professional Towing. Professional Towing has an unwavering dedication to prioritizing customers' needs with transparency, honesty, and integrity. They cover light duty, medium duty, and heavy duty transport, guaranteeing top service in all towing categories. Check them out at ProTowingAZ.com or call 480-797-9922 today. Fast, friendly, and reliable. That's Professional Towing. Hi, Spencer Doucet for H&I Automotive. H is for honesty and I is for integrity. It's the only option. We've built our business on those two principles since 2009. We're thankful to our customers and our employees for helping us grow. We appreciate the support and loyalty from the communities that we live in and love in which we are part. Two locations, same principle. Check us out on Main Street in Mesa or on Higley Road in Gilbert. For more information, go to H&IAutomotive.com. Hey, guys. Champ here with Champs Family Automotive. Been serving the Valley for over 15 years, treating customers like family. 
Integrity, fair pricing, and trust. That's what you should have in your automotive repair facility. We understand that if you treat customers like family, they continue to return to you. Whether you have a domestic, import, or diesel, we have state-of-the-art technology, technicians, and tools to take care of your needs. Award-winning facilities in Goodyear and Surprise. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. That's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. It's nice and toasty here looking out the window, but I know it's chilly out there. I, I looked out the window this morning and saw the frost all over the golf course. It looked like snow out there, but it was uh, probably a frost delay if you're outside golfing. I know the one that I can see from my backyard, uh, lots, of, lots of frost on the ground out there. So it's chilly, chilly, chilly. Hey, a couple things that uh, you know I wasn't thinking about, which, by the way, welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. Matt Allen here with you every single Saturday to help you navigate the car. Got uh, the phones are lighting up. Gina, Scott, Mike, Jerry, one coming in. I'll get you the phone number out in a minute. Talked about the cold weather, and I just want to give you a couple other little things to note that you might pay attention to in your car that are happening this time of year. Tire pressures, they're going to drop, especially on a cold night like last night. Tire pressures will be down a couple pounds probably. It's just the way it happens. Go out, get your tires aired up, maybe go two pounds over on the on the door sticker. Use the door sticker. The other thing, check engine light. Very common thing right now when we think of antifreeze and overheating and thermostats. We're usually talking about the summertime, but that stuff's just as important in the wintertime. If you notice your heat is not very working very well, in conjunction with perhaps maybe a check engine light, that may be related. The cars really need to get warmed up. The manufacturers, to meet the government mandates, need to get the cars warmed up as fast as possible to have the least amount of emissions. They're monitoring engine temperature. If the engine temperature doesn't reach a designated temperature in a certain amount of time, it will turn on the check engine light. What we often see is a stuck-open thermostat. But the complaint that goes along with it that most people don't correlate their heater doesn't work very well either. So if you've got the check engine line on and you're going to come to the shop, see how your heater's working. That's going to be a clue when we pop that code up and it's a P0128. We've probably got a thermostat problem. So we'll talk about the maintenance later and how to get back on track. We've got to get to these phones. Gina in Peoria, 2004 Toyota Camry. How can I help you with your Camry today, Gina? Hi. I have a – my check engine light comes on, on and off periodically. And I get this almost like an exhaust smell inside my vehicle. Mm-hmm. Every time I take it in, the light's not on, and that smell is not in there. So nobody can really tell me what they think is happening. Mm. But it's, it's driving me. And I almost think I get, like, that scent makes me kind of nauseous, yeah, huh? to be honest with you. You know, I mean, it's an exhaust. No. Well, I can think of a couple things. Has anybody ever been able to retrieve a code out of the computer? No. No? Okay. Not the couple people that I've gone to anyway. And you've gone to normal, what I would say, legitimate repair shops? Yes. I've gone to, like, auto parts stores and a couple, like the place that does my oil change. Okay. I got you. And then a guy who has a business. Okay, perfect. So here's what happens, Gina, when that light comes on and everybody else listening. The light's going to come on and it should set a code. If the light's coming on, there's definitely a code. However, over a period of time, if that's not a hard fault, that light may go off. But typically, I would expect to still have the fingerprint left behind. The code should still be in the computer. And even if the light goes off, sometimes it's a pending code. So we need to find out what what the code is. So if you can go when your check engine light's on and at least get what the code is before it clears or potentially resets itself, find out what that code is. And that's going to be the starting point. Now, okay. if we take, now let's back up from that a little bit. Now, if I'm guessing, I've put my radio guest hat on, I don't have the car. Do you, he, I want to listen for exhaust leaks. Do we have on a cold startup a little, and it goes away? No, not really. Okay. No. And maybe it goes mm-hmm. away as it gets hot, but if you're smelling exhaust in the car, that's not good. That could be related. No. 
So I'm, you know, I'm just pure speculation. Like if we had a, some sort of lean condition code or rich condition that might relate to an oxygen center, that's the messenger. I might consider that fact that we could have a, a, a air leak in the exhaust causing the light to come on and allowing the exhaust to go out and get your odors coming in the car. So that could be what that is. But ultimately, Gina, we just need to get a code checked. And a visual inspection, if we can mechanically check that there's no exhaust leaks in other places and things where that odor can be getting in your car from, then maybe we're looking at an evaporative system failure. But we want to look. We need really, really do need to get what the code is, and that will be our starting point. And then from there, um, you know, don't guess. We need to diagnose that. Don't just throw parts at it. Sometimes you get lucky shooting the parts cannon, but most of the time not so good luck with that gene and if you can give us a report back i always love to hear about that so scott and gilbert 2011 volkswagen sport wagon i love the wagons scott how can we help you today yeah hey matt it's uh yeah it's a 2011 uh, jsw tdi and i've got a question about transmission service okay uh, this is a diesel gate car mm-hmm. that i waited to get for uh quite a while sure and i love the car it's perfect Runs good. Um, I've got 104,000 on it. Uh, the transmission oil is still pink, and um, it's got the DSG tranny. So my question is, do I do a flush or do I do a drain and refill? Um, neither. I think <laughs> I, I don't have all these memorized, but I believe on the TDI with the uh, dual clutch or DSD transmission, there is a, we, we get it as a service kit. So you, and I think that has two filters on it, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it may only have one. There, there's, there's a lot of variety in the transmissions. But I think the back to the root question is, when should I service my transmission, I think is what you're really headed towards, right? Correct. Yeah. So, you know, the answer is, first off, you want to um, look at the owner's manual and see what the service interval is. It might be 50000 on extreme maintenance. It could be sixty or ninety or 100 for regular. Um, you want to change it when the fluid's dirty, but you don't want to wait for it to get dirty to change it. So you said it's pink. If that's the appropriate color for right. it and it's not worn and your shop is looking at it or you're looking at it, it doesn't have any burnt smell, the transmission's performing well. Now the next point is, right. where's the threshold to um, to go ahead and service that? Now, have you had the car for a while on these hundred and some thousand miles, or have you, uh, or did you buy it uh, with? Some- yes. Yeah, once they released them uh, from the diesel gate thing, once Volkswagen released them, I purchased it with fifty eight thousand on it. Mm-hmm. And have you? And it's got a bun- hundred. So I've had it. A hundred and four, and I've I've owned it for four years now. Yeah, and you've never done it. So I would say regardless of the fact that it's clean, I think 60,000 is a good uh-huh. number. I think 60,000 is a good number. So let's just say it was done at 60,000 right. cuz it's clean. Well, maybe you're doing 120. Right. You might be able to call the dealer with the VIN number and see if there's a dealership service history in the car to see if there's any any fluid change that have been done. But then check your owner's manual and get to a mileage. If 105 makes sense, great. If it's not dirty and you and you suspect it was done or you're coming up to an interval that's maybe 110 or 120, monitor it up right. to that point. And then regardless of its condition at, say, 120, no matter what, I would probably just go ahead and service it. And you got to remember – you know, it's kind of like going to the a little bit like the dentist. This is an extreme analogy, but you don't go start using mouthwash after you already have a cavity. So, same thing with the transmission fluid. You don't wait until you're having a problem or the fluid is really dirty to service it. You want to service it before it needs it, but not too much before and not too much after. There's that that balance, that threshold there. Then I like to see it tied in at a simple mileage. So, for example, on, on that one, if it, we took it out to 120, well, then we know the next time it's 180 more likely. So that that's how I like to do that, Scott. So good luck with that service, and and uh, let us know how it again how it works out. So 602-277-5827 is the number. No text yet four one one nine two three, but we're gonna go with Jerry in Tempe. We've got a uh, Jerry's got a Toyota Camry. Jerry, how can we help you today? Uh, yeah, thanks for taking my call. Um, it, it's like when problems come, they usually come in threes in my <laughs> right. life. 
so the first thing is uh, we were on a little short vacation. We bumped our driver's side front wheel into a curb, which I wasn't driving, so it's not my fault. Anyways, uh, when we got back, uh, we took it into uh, discount tire. They took off both front tires, balanced them, and they said they're all okay. There's no damage, blah, blah, blah. It's okay. That's not why it's shimmying. So, uh, anyways, the second problem was our uh, when he when I took it into my mechanic, my local guy. He looked at it and he goes, "Okay." So he diagnosed it, and I said, "Okay, go ahead and fix it." The idle arms and uh, whatever is up there in the front, the front wheel drive. So I don't know anything about the new front wheel drives, but anyways, uh, he replaced all that. I'm back on the road, and everything's fine. And now my struts are going, what the heck is that, right? It's like, bang, 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 we go over your bumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I took it back into him, and I says, hey, what's this? And he says, your struts are shot. And he said, the upper part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got you can't just replace the upper. And I, you know, I'm not going to replace one if it's bad. But I just wonder, you know, I, I trust the guy very well, but he's a family kind of guy. And uh, I I'm just. What else should I be looking for? You know, it's like. Sure. You know, you get one thing done, and you know, all of a sudden now I can hear the struts going banging. Well, yeah, and I would I would think that a guy that was doing the front end work and he's a trustworthy guy, yeah. and, you know, some people right. want to you know tread lightly and just fix what they see as obvious or or the problem, or some people take a more holistic right. approach to to servicing the car. Yeah. But, but in this sense, you know, so it, you know, you hit the curb, no big deal. Everything seems straight, but you still had a shimmy after getting the tire balance. I suspect right. that over time, you probably had some components that were worn that may have been aggravated by you bumping the curb, and you may have caused some damage. Um, bent a tie rod end or something like that. The control arm bushings and such. Yeah, the shocks or struts are worn out, and they were, probably, they were just as worn out when he looked at them. But that's the one thing, and you said it. The upper part of the strut. Well, the upper part of the strut is the strut mount. And a lot of times, the shops that have the low prices on the struts, it's because they're not putting the strut mounts on. The strut mount is usually what makes the noise. The strut is what controls the ride. It's an incomplete job if you don't do the strut mount. And a lot of times, the strut mount is more expensive than the strut. We can talk about the proper ways to service a front end when we come back or another day. So 602-277-5827 or entertain me with some text, 411-923. Be right back. Hi, this is Kurt Rock for Kurt's Auto Repair. For over three decades now, our family's passion has been forging lasting relationships by delivering the highest quality auto repair for our customers with a perfect Better Business Bureau record. And I'm Kathy Rock, Kurt's wife. When we say our family, we mean it. At Kurt's, you'll find our kids, relatives, and now even our grandkids are working on cars and taking care of our customers. Gas or diesel, foreign or domestic. If your car hurts, Take it to Kurtz. It's back. Bunker to Bunker, the golf show's New Year's celebration golf tournament, presented by Shady Ray's Sunglasses, is on Saturday, January 13th at the challenging Otham North Course at the Talking Stick Golf Club. It's a ton of fun and loaded with special prizes, awards, and breakfast. It even includes a coupon for a second round of golf, all for just $130. The two-person scramble event benefits the Tunnel of Towers Foundation and is open to the public. Space is limited, so register today at BunkerGolf.com. Glenn at Goodworks Auto Repair here. For 19 years, we have served the East Valley at the 101 in Broadway in Tempe. We have 15 service bays to accommodate you, your car, truck, or hybrid with convenient drop-off and pickups. And we offer a five-year, 60,000-mile part and labor warranty on repairs, one of the best warranties in the state. But we don't just fix your car. We treat you like family. Experience old-fashioned service the way it should be. Visit our website at goodworksautorepair.com to book your appointment today. Hi, Greg Ellis, host of the Bunker to Bunker Golf Show. Are you looking for a competitive edge for your game? Check out Shady Rays, the premium polarized sunglasses backed by a lost or broken 100% customer satisfaction guarantee. For golfers, there's the new Green Wolf Shades, the first sunglasses built specifically for golf. Use the promo code B2B and get 30% off at the Kierlin Commons location in Scottsdale. Breaking news is always first. always first on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Now, 
at KTAR News Time is 11.30. I'm Troy Barrett. Today marks three years to the day of the January 6th attack on the nation's capital. More than a 1,000 people have been arrested for their involvement in the attack, and the FBI continues to make arrests in connection to the insurrection. Former President Trump is facing criminal charges for his role that day and other efforts to try to overturn the 2020 election. The Supreme Court has said it will decide whether former President Trump can be uh, kept off of the Republican primary ballot in Colorado because of his efforts to overturn the election loss. The U.S. Supreme Court will hear those arguments on February 8th. It is time now to check traffic live from the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic Center. Here's Enrique Garcia. Appreciate it, Trey. We have a pair of injury accidents, one in Phoenix, South 15th Avenue, West Altea Vista Road, and then the other one in Glendale on North 67th Avenue, West Cactus Road. Enrique Garcia, KTR News. Thank you, Enrique. Uh, KTA, our weather for the Valley looks like it's going to be a pretty nice day today. We'll have some sunshine, some high thin clouds, and a high of 61. A little bit breezy this afternoon as well. Heading into tonight, we're going to add some more clouds. Keep the wind around. We're going to have a low of 44 heading into tomorrow morning. And then more clouds coming in and a chance for rain. Looks like our chance for rain around the Valley. Right around 10 o'clock in the morning or just slightly after that, we're going to expect up to a quarter of an inch of rain in some spots. In turn, breezy to windy. Looks like the wind will be pretty strong in many spots with a high 56 tomorrow, 54 on Monday, 57 on Tuesday. Another chance for some showers in the forecast as we head into Thursday and Friday of next week. 48 degrees now in Gilbert. Weather's brought to you by Howard Air. Weather replace or repair? Call Howard Air. I'm Troy Barrett on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We're in the heart of downtown Phoenix, 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web, virginiaautoservice.com. Hey, it's Bill from Bill Ross Fitness Solutions. You've been hearing about us from Greg and Jim for the past couple of years. I want to say thanks to all those who've come in and had a chance to experience the difference in our process. Hey, we're not cheap, but then again, in order to offer the services we provide, we can't be cheap. Our clients are those looking for quality of service, efficiency, results, all in a safe environment. So if you're looking for a place that cares about you as an individual, that's us. We help our clients with fitness, sports-specific conditioning, nutrition, injury prevention, and recovery. All it takes is a desire to be better and a commitment to trying. It doesn't take much time to see and feel the improvements, and the cost is reasonable. Take advantage of our special bunker-to-bunker offer of $100 off your first program. Call right now to set up your free initial consultation. Call us at 602-230-8581 or go to 30minuteworkout.com. That's 30minuteworkout.com. Relationships matter. People do business with people they know and trust. In these crazy times, it's even more important that you can count on folks you know and can depend on to do your automotive repair maintenance the right way. Someone who has a proven track record and stands behind their work. People that will work with you to make sure your vehicles are going to remain on the road safely and efficiently for you and your family or business. No mysteries, just honest professional care. We're Accurate Automotive, friends serving friends since 1994. Check us out at AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com. your car's favorite show, Bumper to Bumper. Welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, here with you every single Saturday at 11. And here we are at the bottom of the hour. Give a little shout out to our friends over at Good Works Auto Repair in Tempe. I guess technically they're in Tempe, or Mesa, right on the border, Tempe and Mesa, 101 and Broadway. Good Works Auto Repair, Glenn and Rianne Hayward. If you are looking for a shop in that area of town, give the guys and gals over at Good Works a try. See if they can help you with your car. I know they can. Any questions, just you know, give them a call Monday through Friday. Like I've said before in the show, Bumper to Bumper Radio is the hour-long show here on Saturday. Bumper to Bumper Radio.com is the website, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can find shops. You can find old shows. You can find an old show by a topic. Maybe you've got... 
something with your car or even your particular type of car. Maybe you have a Toyota with a strut problem, and it might be uh, documented in the, in the title of the show, and you might be able to search it that way. A lot of resources there at bumper-to-bumper-radio.com. So we're going to get to some call. We've got to get the phone ringing here a little bit. I've got some text messages. We've got Chris from Mesa, 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-5827. If there's anything we can help you with with your car, any questions, whatever that is, or a topic you want to discuss, doesn't matter what I'm up here yapping about. It's what you want to talk about. So we can help you with that. So Chris and Mesa, 2013 F-150 Ford truck. How can we help you, Chris? Hi, Matt. Great show. Yeah, I'm looking for an extra key fob for my ignition in case I lose the one I have, you know? Yep. Do I have to go to a dealer to get that? Um, you know, I don't think you necessarily, you don't, the answer first off is no, you don't necessarily, you don't have to go to the dealer. Um, I don't know that I like any of the aftermarket type key fobs and stuff like that. There are some available, but if you have a relationship with a local, with your local neighborhood shop, if you will, um, they can get that remote control for you. And, and, um, yeah, that's a good idea. And that, you know, that's, I'm glad you bring that up, Chris. We have, um, a lot of customers that have one key to the car. And it's a bad idea. Right. It's a bad, bad exactly. idea. Especially, you know, you've got these chip keys. You've got, you know, various uh, ways. And, you know, it's not just like you can run down to the Ace Hardware and get a key made real quick sometimes. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So you lose a key, you're in trouble. So, yeah, Chris, that, that's a good idea. Just get with your local shop. If not, then, you know, you might resort to the dealer. Or even some, even some local locksmiths will do a mobile service. And on that same note, when you take your car in for repairs, sometimes if you're having weird problems, we, we oftentimes forget to remind people of this. We need both keys. Keys have oh, yeah, the keys have memory in them, so a lot of the driver settings could be set specific to the key. But sometimes we have intermittent starting problems, and it's the key not being recognized by the module in the car. It's not getting that RF signal, and so we have people use a different key sometimes, and we find out that it's the key problem. Second to that, if you have your car in for service and it needs some kind of programming, if we don't have both keys. Sometimes we can't program because we might erase one of the other keys. So, um, yeah, Chris, a good a good shop can do that for you. You know, Goodworks would be a perfect example of a Mesa. I know they can handle that for you. And, um, yeah, good idea. So if you're someone out there that does not have a spare key to your car, I would strongly, strongly recommend getting one. You're going to need it someday. You know, when you go to sell a car, too, one of the questions, do you have two keys? There's value in the key. And trust me, if you lose it, you're not getting one quick. You know, sometimes we got to get a Mercedes or a BMW key. Getting the keys half the challenge. Then you have to program it. So and whether it's a remote key fob, a key, whatever. So keep that in mind. Maybe that's one of your New Year's things to do to uh, get your backup key working and make sure you have it. So thanks for the call, Chris. Henry in Phoenix, 2012 Dodge Avenger. Boy, I haven't seen one of those in a while. How can we help you with the Dodge today, Henry? Good morning and happy new year. Have you ever heard of an axle getting stuck when being installed? No, well, stuck where? Like in the transmission or in the... the, Yeah, like in the output shaft. So the person put it in and there was a pin and he couldn't get it. Like it was clicking when I went to test drive it. And then he went to take it out. He spent five hours on it trying to get it out. I take it in two shops, and they can't get it out either. What What is this pin that clicks into a front-wheel drive V6 Avenger that no. doesn't allow it to come out if it gets stuck? Yeah, it's probably not necessarily a pin on the on – the, on the, uh, so everybody, what Henry's talking about is Dodge Avenger is a – should be a front-wheel drive car. We've got CV shafts. Some people call them half shafts, axle shafts. You'll see – the term CV boot sometimes or CV joint. So there's two different axles, and then each axle has a joint on the end. At, at the outer end, of the there's a joint that connects near the wheel hub. And when the car is turning, every, every revolution of the wheel, that axle is turning. Every time you turn the wheel right and left, you're turning the axle in the, little, in the boot that's shaped like an accordion to stretch over it. Every time you turn left and right, and then every time you go up and down, it's slightly flexing that boot. So every time the boots wear out, and then you're uh, in brake and throw the grease out. So now you're with Henry, and Henry's got to get the axle replaced, or you have to pull it out to put the new boots on. So I'm not quite sure why they pulled it, or you know, why if they didn't get it in all the way, or what the clicking was. 
But Henry, what there is, there's not a pin on the inboard CV shaft or CV joint about, I don't know, quarter of an inch or slightly more in. There is a groove cut all the way around, and there's a, a circlip or a C-clip, if you will, that goes into that groove. And then that slides into the transmission and pops open and holds it in. A lot of times we can just, you know, it's you can't tug it out like a like pull on it because that spring is a rounded you know, clip, and it, and it pops into place and holds it if you're just pulling on it. But sometimes you can get a quick jerk with a pry bar, or the worst part is if that guy that put that in there just, you know, used the hammer to drive it home and, and forced it in, you're not getting it out. You might have to pull the transmission out. Um, so I, I don't know if the thing's not seated all the way. You know, you could be in, a, in quite of a bit of a challenge. Um, if that transmission has to come apart, take the differential apart to even get in there, um, you might be able to take out. In some cases, you can pass through that differential on the transmission. So you could maybe pull off the opposite side shaft and be able to get some access to help push that through, but that's probably a long shot. Um, and then maybe sometimes there's some special tools, slide hammer and such, but that one's, you know, there's no manual for that. That is feel of your hands. That is a mechanic being a mechanic and having experience and tools and knowledge and the wherewithal just to figure it out. So um, there's no there, that's not in the book. There's nothing nowhere to go look that one up, Henry. So uh, yeah, good luck with that. It's <laughs> yeah, not not fun. So to get those things out, especially when they go wrong. So thanks for the call, Henry. Got a question here. I replaced a window regular and motor on the driver's side of my 2014 cruise. The window works, then stops. If I disconnect and reconnect the window motor or remove the fuse, it works again. There's some type of calibration. I suspect that um, maybe you have a track or some rubber around the window that's binding and causing a high amp draw. Um, 2014 Cruise isn't a super sophisticated car. There could be a circuit breaker. Um, if you will, instead of a fuse that's blowing and not allowing that to work, the body control module could see a high amp draw and say, we're not going to operate this window because it's, it's not working properly. And then when you reset it or unplug it, that's a virtually just, you know, effectively resetting the window, if you will. Um, there could be a calibration, but I think you still have a problem with the window. If that's at the shop, we are going to put an amp clamp on it with a lab scope and see how many amps it's drawing. It's interesting, this question, because my technician, Sean, came to me yesterday showing me this test that he had done, and we had a car. It's, you just don't get cars where the fuse blows. Fuses don't just blow. Like, oh, I, it couldn't be the fuse. That's everybody's wishful thinking. I got to tell you, it's never the fuse. The fuse is the symptom of the larger problem. But in any case, relates to a window Window doesn't work. We find a blown fuse. So what do most people do? Slap a fuse in it. See you later, Mary, or or uh, whoever's driving the car. Adios. There's it's fixed, and then it blows again. So he put the amp clamp on. We test the passenger window, if you will, and it and it say it's a 20 amp fuse. Well, it draws 14 and a half or 12 or whatever. Then you put that amp clamp over on the passenger side window where where we suspect the fuse blew from. It's drawn 21 amps on its peak, so you can see that. And so it works, but that's the difference between diagnosing it and just having the guy throw a fuse in it. It's not fixing anything. So we actually figured out why that's working, where most people would say, gosh, I don't know why the fuse blew. Well, we can investigate that uh, forensically, if you will, with a lab scope and look at how the electronics of that is working that you can't see. And then we don't have to mess around and have you come back and, and, and we can determine the window regular. So you need to get a shop to look at that. Find out how many amps it's drawing. And even if you want to do it yourself, just read the system theory and operation, how it works. If you understand how it works, you're going to understand how to fix it. So good luck with that. Or if you need it to get to a repair shop, um, Bumper to bumper radio.com. We'll talk about warming your car up in a couple open lines 602 277 5827. And Miguel and Chandler will be next. We'll be right back. 
Hi, I'm Marcus with Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. And I'm Scott with Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. Together, we've teamed up to become the highest-rated mobile automotive detailers in Arizona. Our mobile fleets provide you with award-winning professional detailing services conveniently done right at your home or office. Interior, exterior, basic wash to full detailing. There's even engine detailing and ceramic services available. Yep, we do it all. Check us out at pitstopdetailing.com or showcasemobiledetailing.com today. Hi, this is Kelly. After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Dusay, owner of H9 Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent, they communicate, and they stand behind their work. As a woman, I feel respected. I'm not a mechanic, and I always feel confident with their communications and their work. 13 years later, and we've never been disappointed. After all this time, we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees, which speaks highly of the type of business Spencer has built. Check out all of their five-star reviews for yourself online. H stands for honesty, and I stands for integrity. You feel it every time you visit them. Towing. You may not need it today, but when you do, you really do. Who do you call? In Arizona, there's one company that stands apart. Professional Towing. Professional Towing has an unwavering dedication to prioritizing customers' needs with transparency, honesty, and integrity. They cover light duty to medium duty and heavy duty transport, guaranteeing top service in all towing categories. Check them out at ProTowingAZ.com or call 480-797-9922 today. Fast, friendly, and reliable. That's Professional Towing. Oh boy, these music selections carry. <laughs> well, I don't see any ice outside though. That's a good thing. There was uh, ice on my car this morning. Well, it, was, it was 38 degrees at 5:45. So yeah. True, true, true. It's it's uh, and I'm a big old wussy. <laughs> When it comes to the cold, I can't stand the snow. Like you asked me, are you going I, up to Munns Park, yeah. Matt? Heck no. I just discovered, as I mentioned to you last year, heated seats. Holy cow, is that oh, nice. nice? Oh, my God. Yeah, Carrie got a taste of the heated seats. Nice. And, oh, yeah. And uh, my wife, too, she's back to, you know, I got to commute downtown. So she yeah. wants to drive the older car to work, keep sure. the, the new one at home in the garage, especially after we had the guys at Pit Stop detail that car, mm. by the way. Pit Stop Auto Detail. I finally broke down. I have a. 2016 BMW 750. Nice Beautiful car. car. Love yeah. that car. Beautiful oh my God. Car. Bought it used, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, pit stop. They did. I don't. My wife saw the car. She's like, I don't want to drive this oh, thing exactly. anymore. Looks I'm like not. Brand new, I'm yeah. not driving it because I'm afraid to get it dirty. That thing is cherry when they got done with it. And then we get to take it back for a two-week free follow-up wash. So, me and Carrie, we better get to the phones. I got the phones lit up. Be careful what you wish for. We got about nine minutes to wrap this baby up. So, Miguel and Chandler, 1996 Blazer LT. That's one of the little ones, right? Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Fantastic. What can I help you with on that one? Yeah, so I have a 96 Blazer with 100,000 miles I bought used from the original owner, but I have this annoying check engine light that comes on with the EGR, Mm -hmm. and I've installed three of them already, and I still get the code, so I don't know what else to look for. Well, is that an electronic EGR valve, or does that have a vacuum line going to it? Electronic. Okay. Well, after three, that's not the problem. we got to diagnose. So... What you really need to do, depending on how mechanically inclined you are, you gotta, it's setting a code, I'm sure. Read yes. the code. Sit down quietly. Read the code three times. If it's a circuit failure, we're looking for a bad connection, maybe a driver and a computer. It's clearly not the EGR valve is the problem. It could be a flow issue. Okay. So maybe you have a restricted airport, um, not as in where you fly, but a port where the air flows through, they get carboned up and they plug up. Right. So it's just don't throw any more parts at it. Just very carefully read the description of the code and, and understand it, and I think that will help you do some diagnosis. Um, 
don't have you know we just don't see a lot of failures on those especially 96 hasn't been around in a, in, a, in a while that's a great vehicle with low miles too so i think you got a good one shouldn't be a big horrible challenge to fix um the only other thing i could tell you on that one miguel make sure you're actively taking a look at the cooling system that's something on those cars that in the past we've had problems with the intake manifolds rotting and then getting moisture or water into the engine it ruins them really fast so if you can stay ahead of that really make sure that your intake manifold gaskets not only can have the shop take a look at it, and you've got yourself a great car, and that's just a one weak spot in there. As far as the EGR valve, you're just going to have to do some diagnosis and figure out the problem. Again, it also goes back to reading, really carefully reading the description of the failure. And just because it's an EGR-related code doesn't mean the EGR valve is bad. It's just that what's happening, setting the code because... The computer is not seeing the result of what should be happening when it's commanding the EGR valve to work. So good luck with that one, Miguel. Tim in Peoria. Did we already talk to you, 2016 F-150, Tim? I'm a little confused today. No, uh, you had a 16 okay. uh, that you talked to earlier, yeah, but it was a different Different F-150. Issue. Too many F-150s. What can we help you with today? Hey, so I, uh, I'm looking around for a, a travel trailer, camper trailer, uh, but I'm not sure how to judge uh, a safe size trailer to buy for the size of my truck. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's a, like a, I think a 4.7 engine, so it's not real big. But to go up north with the hills, mm-hmm. uh, stopping, et cetera, how do you kind of judge that? Well, you know, it's interesting. We had a call about this carry a couple of weeks ago, and I, you know, and wanted to know. Oh, it was, the, it was a, an Infinity one to know the car. Yeah, yeah. want to know if that was a good vehicle to tow right. with. So, you know, I, I think Tim, the best thing to do is just go out to the trailer place and find something you like, or, or, and then they're going to give you some guidance. Now, you know, my cynical side, they're salesmen, but they also want you to have a safe transaction. They don't want to oversell you something. So, I would first. Get the knowledge about what you have. Find out what you've got. How much is my tongue weight? What's my towing capacity? And that type of stuff. And then you'll know that. And then go talk to them about the trailers and give them your information. And they'll help you hone in on the size of the trailer and look at the weight. And then some other things for you to consider now towing a trailer. It, everybody focuses about towing. But i got to tell you, you got to be able to stop. You gotta be able to stop. So, you know, I, I said this. I just recently bought a side by side, and I got a better trailer than most. I could have got out, got the little twelve foot deal, and you know, I, I have a, a Tundra, decent sized truck, but it's not a diesel. It's not a three quarter ton, and I plan on taking it up to Munns Park, riding around town. You probably don't need trailer brakes. I probably would have been fine with single axle brakes, but I got dual axle brakes. I want that extra protection to know that I can stop. The worst thing to do. Man, you get a, you want to talk about a serious pucker factor in the backside. You get a car where your foot's on the brakes and it's not stopping. You're getting pushed. That is not a good feeling. And, and so that, yeah, so that is where I really focus as much as the capacity of towing. You really, really want to make sure you have the ability to stop. And then not only that, now you've got a good truck, 2016. It's not old. We want to be watching our tires. You're going to be stressing out your transmission a little bit more. Now's the time when you also want to be looking at maybe your maintenance a little bit different. Do I want to service my rear differential to be proactive? Do I want to make sure my transmission service is taken care of a little bit early? Cut it in half. And then I think you'll be successful towing with that, Tim. But, yeah, man, go out and enjoy. Get a, get a chiller. Enjoy the outside. And, and uh, just work with the guys at the, at the, uh, that are selling them to you. And I, I think they'll give you some good guidance. So hope that helps you. Yeah, great. Thank you very much, and uh, Happy New Year. Yeah, you too. Thanks, and see you out there on the trail someday, maybe, or heading up north. So, let's see. Sherry in Sun City, 2005 Nissan Murano. Sherry, got Hi. some papers jiggling. How can we help you with the Murano today? Um, well, I have a Nissan Murano. I love it. It's got 130,000 miles on it. It's, everything's good, but the clear coat is starting to come off just on the top not on the side mm-hmm. is, can you put new clear coat on or do you have to repaint 
Um, you know, that's something that we need to get that over to the body shop guys for. Um, the detail shop guys probably aren't doing that. And, I, and I've seen some cases, it, it's, it's a case-by-case basis, and you need to get somebody to, to actually look at the car and, and look at the paint. You can't make that judgment without seeing it. Sometimes you can go knock off some of that clear coat, sand it down a super, super, you know, um, Gosh, I'm just lost for the word. Wet sanding it, you know, super, super fine grit sandpaper, and then they can go repolish it. Or sometimes they can go in and sand that down, and it hasn't damaged the paint or anything. Then they can reapply the clear and polish it. So there's many different things to do. You know, in a perfect world, like we have an accident, and you paint the door, well, you want to paint the next, the two panels next to it so it blends well. But oftentimes, on like on your Murano, Honda Accords, we used to, not that we used to do it on a lot, but we would see a lot. They just call it doing the tops. So, you know, yeah. they'll, they'll go in and there's no need to blend into the fenders and all that stuff. You could you could um, just have it fixed and have that repainted. And even some people, depending on the car, they might go a little different route, you know, a little funky. Put a wrap on it. You put a wrap on the hood. You yeah. see some people put a carbon fiber or a different color. You see maybe a white car and they put black on the fend on the, the hood, the roof and the and the rear yeah. deck lid, kinda of dress it up a little bit. So you got some you've definitely got some options there, Sherry, to fix it or do something a little creative with a wrap or something like that. So yeah, reach out to the body shops. Go to bumper to bumper radio dot com. We currently don't have a body shop that we're referring to in the Sun City area right now. But if you go and check with the guys like, say, Champs Family Automotive, they're up there in the Sun City Surprise area, I guarantee those okay. guys can turn you on to, uh, to a body shop that can help you out with your car. So that's Perfect. right. Yeah. So, oh. yeah. Thanks for, thanks for the call, Sherry. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. And that's what I talk about. Use the resources at bumper to bumper com to, uh, go ahead and get information and, and uh, call those guys lean on them if you need a paint guy we all got a guy i've got a guy that fixes the interior we got a window tent guy we've got a paint guy we've got the guy you got the quote the guy well the guys at champs they got their guys the guys over here in uh, H&I out in gilbert they've got their guys they're all you know we've all got a guy so if you need that resource that's the time to to lean on your shop if it's you know bumper to bumper radio shop or even your your mechanic or, or your neighborhood guy, they, they've got some connections. So you should always use this as a resource if you can. So let's see. Uh, I've got a 2011 Ford Taurus Limited. Suddenly there's a knock behind my glove box. What is this? Well, whoever that is, it's very likely the climate control actuator door. Um, there's electronically controlled doors in there, or flaps, or doors are controlled by a motor, and that's to direct the air. Where do you want the air? You want out the vents, you want out the floor, you want heat, you want cold. You likely have a motor that has a stripped out gear in it, and it's just clicking, clicking, and clicking. Another question real quick, can I heat up my car? Should I warm it up? You can. Some people say it wastes fuel. Yeah, okay. I'm willing to waste a little bit of fuel because I like a warm car, and unfortunately, I can't park in the garage. No different in the summertime when you want the air conditioner to run. It all depends on your threshold. Everybody, have a fantastic weekend. Happy New Year. We'll see you next week. We'll talk about committing to your car for the new year. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks for joining us.